0: Stand by. The vacuum
1: tubes are warming up. This is a special live broadcast
2: right here on Georgia Radio. Oh, good evening, everyone. This is Wade here with uh, Matt Jolly on Georgia Radio with the Georgia Folk and Farm Life Radio Show. And uh, brought to you by Meeks Cattle Company. And I just want to welcome our friend and group member of uh, Georgia Folk and Wildlife group member and and photo- photographer extraordinaire and all-around good guy, Cedric Bacon, is our guest tonight. Hello, Cedric. Hey, how you doing, Wade? I'm quite, well, as to say, fat and happy. I got all that covered, both of <laughs> <and> them. <laughs> I heard <Well>, <laughs> I'm going to get right off to it now. You uh, you live in Bullock County, right, in Statesboro?
1: Yeah, Statesboro, mm-hmm.
2: Okay, and you are a full-time professional photographer now, right?
1: Oh yeah, full-time. It's been a year and a couple of months.
2: Yep. I was looking back at your, at your picture. That's a that's a, amazing. You know, it's, I, I know there's nothing like being able to do what you love for as as a living for a living as a. As, it's not a job. It's a. It's an avocation. And, uh, you know, you've got to be good. You you can't, there's a lot of competition and you can't just put out your shingle and make a living as a photographer unless you're good. And there's two parts in my book, a good photographer, uh, he's like a draftsman. He can, he can draw it up, make it like people want it. And that's how he makes his living. But then he's got his art side, his part that he, he takes photographs for himself so it is a dichotomy. There's there's two parts to your photography. There's your photography that you put your heart into to sell to people. To that, that is that is a part of you. And then there's that other part of you that that loves photography and is your art form that you do that's separate from your business. So talk to us about how you became a photographer when you when you how you got interested in and a little about how you became. Um, and and talk, Matt is laughing because he sees that Conway is just eating me alive over here. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, while, while I'm being chewed up, and spit out by a little dog, talk to us, Cedric, and tell us about how you got into photography.
1: Well, I got into it. I, it was, I mean, I've got to say it was a passion, but it still is a passion. When I first um, realized how much I loved it, I, it was by accident, really. Um, I was I took a picture of the moon back in 2017 and uh, I was so amazed at the details you can get from a camera, you know, um, it just, it just blew me away. So when I took that photo of the moon, I mean, you can see the craters, you can see, and it was a little, it was a little cheap camera. I didn't really, I wasn't really into photography like that. What happened, my brother-in-law, um, which is a photographer, he told me about, you know, the possibilities of like, getting a shot out of the moon, it was the super moon, it was the harvest moon for the, for the end of the year and you know he said he actually had that camera for sale. I said, I was doing YouTube videos and I only used it for recording, so after I got, I stopped doing the YouTube, I was trying to sell it, so when he called me and he said he still got that camera, I said oh yeah man, I thought he was going to want to buy it, you know, but he was like you know, it's a, it's a super moon out and if you can, try to get a shot out of it, I was like man, I don't know nothing about you know, actual, you know, the photography side, I do the video a little bit, but only for YouTube, so I wasn't too deep into that either. So he kind of, you know, um, gave me some pointers, and I, when I when I capture that image, I was just blown away of what a camera can do, you know. And that's what got me excited about it. So after that, I kind of got, you know, um, I got my first micro lens because so I see it can zoom out far. So I wanted to see can I, you know, zoom in on the, uh, you know, on smaller stuff like, you know, just like. Butterflies, just you know, just as simple stuff so like caterpillars right. and you know, so I got I got that lens, that micro lens, and I was able to see ants and caterpillars and butterflies up close, ladybugs up close. And it was like I was in a whole different world. So I was just blown away again. So I was like, Man, you know what? I think I'm on to something. So I was like for my it was for myself. It wasn't as far as like I'm on to like a business or anything. I wasn't even thinking about right. a business. It was like it was like a hobby, because so I really never had a hobby, you know. So I was like, man, that, you know, I'm on something. So I started sharing on Facebook, and I got feedback. It was like, man, I never knew, a, you know, a, like a, a caterpillar or a, or a spider looked that amazing up close. So I was like, they were finding it amazing like me. So I was like, oh, man, you know, I might be on the summer. So I kept, you know, um, just sh- sharing the stuff. And I was like, um, I was just finding myself getting more and more, you know, uh, attachments for my, my, my camera and they started growing and growing and growing and so one day it was a good friend of mine her name is uh, China Parker she wanted me to do a family shoot I was like why would you want in my head I was like why would you want me to do a family shoot when I'm taking photos of like bugs and you know grasshoppers <laughs> uh, cat- you know <laughs> right. I was like man they must see something I don't see so I ended up doing it and I didn't charge her but she still gave me you know gave me you know Gave me something for it, and when she shared it on social media, that's when I got a whole wave of like people like telling me how good you know her family photos look. Even mine now, I'm still you know fascinated by taking photos of like you know nature and stuff. So I wouldn't really right. grasp in like you know people complimenting me about you know uh, just you know photos, family photos, like portraits. So that kind of like. Carried on to something else, for people, you know, want me to take photos of their families and do do weddings and stuff, so I kind of got overwhelmed to where I kind of, I wanted to do what I wanted to do, you know, so I felt like nature was what I really wanted to do, and I didn't want to lose my excitement, you know, to carry up on something that I wasn't sure I wanted to follow, you know, follow, you know, suit in, so it, it kept growing, it kept growing, and people kept offering more money and more money. <laughs> so I kind of incorporated portrait style into, you know, the nature stuff that I already do. The thing about nature, a uh, way that kind of got me really hooked on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm I say in where I'm originally from, Register. You know, it's not my woods out there. So that we was in tune with like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> we was in tune with like a lot. A lot of like uh around surroundings like woods and at night you can see the um fireflies and you know, just the simple stuff in life, man, that I always I came up on that I always appreciated. So as an adult, it's almost like I went back to my childhood again and it's almost like I'm reliving my childhood as a as a grown man and it's the be- it was the best feeling in the world. So Sandra, I didn't wanna... Let me
2: let me uh uh-huh. let me interrupt you here. Um you just made me think. You know, when when I uh, touched on something that uh, I've been doing a you know interviewing a series of photographers that have that uh, and we've got I say we I, I know <laughs> but George, that, that have uh, been a part of Georgia Public farm life and 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 a lot of other things too. But um, I've been doing this series and and I really until you said that never really put it in in my head in a way uh, that childlike wonder. And and, you know when you bring that childlike wonder, when you can bring it in to uh, the art of photography, that is—that's not step back. That's a great advancement. You bring because you are making yourself uh, sometimes. Like when I write, I have to make myself vulnerable. I talk, tell things, and talk about things that a lot of people say. I don't believe I'd have put that out. I don't believe I would of uh written that I don't believe I told that that was kind of private. Person. But if you're going to do it, you have to do it a hundred percent and you have to bring your childhood in my writing. And I think you just made me realize that it works the same with the, with photography and especially with yep. nature photography, you have to make yourself vulnerable and uh, to, to being bragged on or criticized, either one, because you're going, you're not doing it for the plaudits you're doing it because you're bringing that childlike wonder to a camera lens And then you get, you find out that people love that. That's got to be a rewarding experience. Yeah, it definitely was. And, you know, um, like I was saying, like,
1: okay, so far as the portraits and stuff went, like, as I got, this is why, you know, I found out I got a passion for photography as a whole, like, uh, portraits, nature, just anything, landscape, anything. When I I started getting feedback from people when they were saying, like, they seen their photos after I took them and they were crying that really made me feel good. Wow. That really made me feel good. That's amazing.
2: Yeah. 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 You, you, when you move people to tears, uh, that don't necessarily get moved to tears easily, you have to pause and reflect. So this is, this is, this is, uh, uh, well, it's, it's it's moved beyond what you expected from being a photographer. And and when did you actually I may ask you this, Cedric, um, Uh. I've never had anything published and I still consider myself a writer. When did you decide that where you were proud enough of what you were doing? that you could say, I am a photographer. I'm not playing at it. I'm not planning to be (laughs) or hoping to one day be. When did you, and you, and I know you, you can't tell me you, you haven't already passed that point. When did you become a photographer in your mind?
1: Um, Man, um, when I, you know what, when I took a photo, let me tell you how it happened. I was so fascinated with the moon and stuff. And I know you heard of, you remember the, uh, the total solar eclipse of 2017? Yes. Me and my, I took off my job to actually go travel to photograph that, that eclipse. Um, keep in mind, I had never, you know, experienced this, a total eclipse, uh, it, it was, I was just reading about it and looking at it on um, on YouTube and looking at photos that I just, you know, pull up on Google or whatnot. I was blown away. Uh, I was, I, in my head, I was like, I, I have to capture this. Like, for me, it's just something that I never thought I'd see in my life. And here I am on my way to go take a photo. That took off. I had no vacation time. And people were like, back then, I don't think they was really... They didn't know how serious I was about like photography overall. So when I took off, they was like, "You really taking off to go capture the eclipse?" I was like, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." So, uh, so when my when my wife and my kids, we went down to South uh Columbia, South Carolina. And we started up and it was like, a, man, it was it was so packed. I didn't realize it, that many people that was, you know, traveling for this type of stuff. So I felt like a, that's, that's that's the exact day I felt like a you know, hey, I'm a I'm a real photographer. You know, I took off the, the thousands of people well, out
2: You there. know, when, and, and uh, when when people start saying, is, they go out and and look at the say uh, a a certain moon or or an eclipse, and then when they go, they yeah. say, well, let's go look and see if what Cedric did with it. Let's see his pictures of it. Whether mm-hmm. rather than than actually the event itself then you don't, you add to it in a way that, that, uh, uh, is, is new. Uh, and, and we have, uh, social media has transformed photography, hasn't it? You know, oh yeah and just now in a couple of minutes, we've got to go to break in a couple of minutes, but, but I want you to talk about how has, aren't you glad that you came into photography when social media was a part of it? Because up until then it, 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 you know, it, it has been social media has got horrible aspects. It's got some great aspects too, and one of it is that photographers and other people that, that that are doing passionate artwork from the heart get a get a way to expose themselves that they used to have to wait for somebody to. It, it was like trying to become a basketball star or something. You know, thousands hope yeah. to be you get to be. And, and now you, uh, used to, you had to like wait for a publisher to publish your book. You had to do the same, hoping mm-hmm. somebody would put, take one of your photographs. And so digital photography and social media came of age together to, to make transform photography and being a photographer is different now than it's ever been.
1: It has. I agree with you, Wait, Uh, social media has really birthed a lot of, uh, success. People's success. Yeah.
2: You know that was probably the well, you know, I, I kinda, Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I'm, I hated to see film go, Kodachrome and film, and and that is and people are still working in film. Some it's a or it's kind of an arcane art form now. But but I, as much as I miss you know uh, film photography, um, and and people printing photographs. Uh, digital photography is a fabulous thing. It takes nothing away from from film, and film doesn't take away from it. Uh, I, are we time for our break, Matt? Are we due for a break? Yeah. Well, uh, Cedric, we're going to go to our, our mid-show break here and, and uh, give a shout-out to our great sponsors, uh, Meek Brothers okay. Cattle Company. Hi, this is Wade Peoples from Georgia Folk and Farm Life Radio. I'm here to tell you about Meeks Brothers Cattle Company. And you don't have to worry about supply chain issues or where your beef comes from. Do what I do and call Meeks Brothers Cattle Company today. You can get a whole, half, a quarter, or any amount of beef you want. Good quality beef, back and pack it lasts up to three years in your freezer. It's grass-fed, grain-finished, made to order. Visit Meeks Brothers Cattle Company on Facebook today and tell them Brother Wade sent you. And that's Meeks Brothers Cattle Company. Thank you.
1: Georgia Radio, on your phone, in your home, everywhere you go.
2: Yo, yeah, we're back from midway to show here after uh, talking about uh, our great sponsor and some good stuff that, Good, the finest beef to be had from Meat Brother Cattle Company, and tonight on the show here, our guest is is Cedric Bacon, continuing with a a series we are doing, uh, highlighting photographers that have been a part of Georgia folk and farm life and and uh, and help make us what we are, and and so we're talking to Cedric Bacon. Cedric's from Bullock County, from Statesboro, and he's a full time professional <coughs> photographer. He does photography as, that, you know, we consider classic photography as family photographs, events photographs, and, and does great work. But the, And he also has his artistic side where he goes out and lets his childhood joy play with a camera. And the results, from, I, Cedric, I was looking at some pictures. I, I looked at a waterfall that had some greenery growing in the rocks, and I was just, I was like, that is yeah. stunning that is a stunning, the, the depth and beauty, you know, uh, almost like a 3d effect. And I looked at several of you, I said, you know, that's uh that right there is, is, uh, you know, is, is, is art in a, in a way that, um, I love photography. I'm not a photographer. I have some friends that are, <laughs> <laughs> that are like Harvey Williams. I love Harvey. He's to me, he's, he's, he just don't tell me better than Harvey, but you're right over oh, there yeah. with him. I can tell you that. Uh, oh yeah, and, and from, Coming from me, that's a that's a great compliment because Harvey is a great friend, and a, I love Harvey like a brother. He's 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 added immensely to my life and and to Georgia folk and farm life and all the what we do. And uh, so yeah. I, I I just wanted uh, I'm a, we've got a few few minutes. We've got the second half of the show, and I okay. I think we mentioned the other day when I was talking to you about and I, I, all photographers. Go through stages and phases, or ones I've known, and they are, for a while. You'll have a period where this is what you want to photograph and concentrate on, and then then it shifts, and one thing leads to another, and uh, yeah. it's and is never a static. Uh, I won't say hobby or business. It's not a static thing. It it changes because you're constantly rediscovering photography, something new aspect you weren't aware of, or you find something you want to delve into. So what, how has photography changed over time, and how has it changed, and what do you expect in the near future that you want to get into? That, that, well, if your if wife time will time let is. you uh, buy, it, buy what you need <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it can't get a sense
1: of man. Oh man, I don't even want to yes, shit yes. on that. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to invest. You're gonna invest a lot. Um, as of, as you know, what I'm gonna I'm just go ahead and tell you because a lot of people they probably curious about when you full time. You have to consider. You have to have the best. You have to have the best stuff. You have to have top of the line stuff. I also do uh, classes ways, and then when I tell people, you know, the type of equipment I use and how much I pay for it. I think a lot don't reconsider about being a, doing it for a profession because they won't realize how much you you spend. Um, in the last three, years, I've been in business four years. I, as a you know, a hobbyist, a year, years in the business since. But 2018 to now, I don't have spent an investment. I, mean, invested, I don't want to say spent, I an investment. I've invested like a quarter million in my photography business.
2: That's so, incredible, right there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you just got to, but it's, you know, it, it pays for itself and you got to have confidence. And when you spend large amounts of money on like certain stuff, you got to have the confidence that you can get it back,
2: which I always you have. You got to step more. on out there on face, don't you? It's like walking on water. You got to hey, take that step and believe you, you can do. on water. You do. And as far as like from how stuff
1: changed now, from when I first started out, I mean, you know, it's a, you know, times change. People want different, unique stuff, so. If it wasn't for my clients, man, I don't think I'll be as good as I am now because they bring me ideas that, like, and at first I'll be like, "Oh man, I don't think I can do this," but I have to really like push myself to kind of recreate something. As far as like, if it's just like a photo with with uh, dynamic range, as far as like lighting, you know, being in a certain uh, position on the uh, on a model or something, they show me and they want to recreate this. I have to know by looking at that photo, I have to know the angles of the light, I have to know the power of the light, I have to know the the actual uh, aperture, kind of kind of uh kind of gets close range to what kind of lens they're using. But it's to the point. I don't pinpoint point. I can emulate anything somebody brings to me, like uh, any light setup, any outdoor setup. I can emulate the exact uh, photo. So that's what separate me. I think separate me from a lot of you know uh, photographers is my my
2: creative eye as, far as like creating stuff for clients. You know, so that's well, what I'm kind of known for. I have uh seen that and and you know when I was growing up in Swainboro we had a, a photographer or two and and they had long careers and and I tell you uh, people shouldn't discount that, that you can make a good living as a good photographer in your community when people learn when they see your work and they say wow I want him that's who I want to do yeah. my wedding or this and um it, and it is a it's a great vocation application and and it, it gives you a every advancement you you uh ever step forward with equipment or learning those processes and things that you have learned uh helps you yeah. in the fun side of photography and the serious side where you you're pleasing clients and and that's a fun. I know that's fun too, but it's also serious work. And do you bring the same kind of? Do you you have to have a lot of self discipline to be a photographer. Um, oh yeah. When, uh, oh yeah. And I I don't know that I could do that. But talk talk to us about that. What does it take to to train uh, yourself in and make yourself do what you got to do to be a great photographer? Man, it's 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 a job. It's a job. You know, and you, it's got to be something you got to love
1: because like. You know, say for instance, I can do like a head, like I just did some headshots for Walmart Distribution Center, um, in safe Bro, I just did some headshots, and it, it's certain stuff you have to learn how to do when you're using like editing uh, programs. Like, say for instance, I had a I had a young lady that you know, you can't see it. I, I didn't see it in person, but when I got on the camera, I can you know shoot that you know shooting the high resolution, you can see stuff that you can't see with the naked eye. So you have to you have to know how to. Like remove hair frizz, remove dimp—uh, not dimples, but remove uh, uh blemishes and even the skin tone out. Cause a lot of time you have people with uneven skin tone. You have to—it's a assortment of stuff that you have to learn and you have to like be um,
2: a, a good at, you know. Yeah, because the way digital photography is such a clear and, and, you know, peering, it's like looking through the eyes of an owl. I mean, it's up close and personal. That's what I'm saying. And... And you can't old old uh, you know you could uh, an old uh, film uh, a photograph of of a face you know it didn't show all that but yeah digital is uh is is such a clear medium Uh, then you've got to learn the art of fixing it where people don't want shocked by the way they look
1: see that that,
2: if you you did you would have your day's work done if you took a a headshot of me yeah (laughs) a lot come on wait don't do it. Come on, with <laughs> That would well, be left. It's a, it's a, it doesn't put <laughs> yeah, my ears and t- two of my chins. That'd be all you'd be, have left.
1: <laughs> Come on, <man>. um, hey. <laughs> but wait, it, it's, it's, a, it's another thing that's kind of taking over photography. And if you don't, I feel like uh, the newer photographers, if you're not on this type of kind of uh, photography slash editing, you kind of get left behind. That's what it's kind of the uh, progress into. You ever heard of I know Anthony mentioned it in his photography. Anthony does a lot of it and I actually do a lot of it, but you probably you probably couldn't tell because when I do my stuff in the studio, I kinda choose like a, a, a background that blends in with the with the light source and the and the light that's reflecting off of the people. But as far as like composites, you know how you gotta you, you, you uh take a photo of something and you put it in another photo. That's really that's yeah, really which taking Anthony
2: over. does what Anthony is yeah. rated at. Harvey oh, my God, he does a a great great Harvey, Harvey's always working. He Harvey is, <laughs> he and is said, man. Uh, and, and he said, uh, he said uh, Anthony's a genius. Yeah, he does. Man, he he he's man. Hey, he's on another level, man. I, I didn't see his growth when he was first sh-
1: starting to shoot. To now, it's, it's amazing, man. I tell him all the time. But that's the thing. you got to learn how to, you know, stay with the time. Just like you say, well, you got to stay with the time if you want to be prolific or something, you know. So
2: yeah, you're you going behind very quickly. You got and you're talking about the amount of money you you've spent. The amount of money you spent you were talking about it wasn't because you just had uh went crazy spending it's because in order to stay at the top of your game and and be the you know fulfill your your request uh, you have to have the equipment to do it with. You got to you got to yeah. you got to have you got to pay for the subscriptions for for the programs.
1: I mean, you got it's there's a lot there's a lot. And if you yeah, would like at first, it's stepping out into the business. If you get discouraged, man, you ain't, hey, you ain't going to make it.
2: No, I can see you that. No, you got yep. to be driven. Uh, to, you to do. Uh, and, and going, <laughs> going out and doing nature photography, um, uh, it's, it's, it's a separate thing. And, uh, I've looked at your your professional work and your, your portfolio, as far as your customers and and what you what you bring to that, and what you bring when you go outdoors and uh, you see the, the the things that you want to photograph, and you do it in such a magnificent way. And it, you have to. People don't understand. You can go out and take. Um, it's an old saying I don't remember from college. That you know said if given, talking about infinity, demonstrating infinity. If you give given enough time, if you put an infinite number of monkeys in front of an infinite number of typewriters, and they would eventually recreate the works of Shakespeare, or any other. And I suppose, <laughs> given enough keystrokes, you. But that's the way some people do photography. They go out and take a million pictures, and then they find two or three. <laughs> That are impressive, that's and hours. and they are impressive. 50, yep. And I've done that. I've taken thousands of pictures, and I've got about three that I've put out here. Like, hey, man, I'm good. But I've got yeah. I've got thousands <laughs> that you never saw. They weren't worth see, looking thing. and You'll never see them. But yeah, when a pretty- great photographer like you would like Anthony, like Harvey, like Scotty Womack, like Greg Threet, like, uh, uh, Cal Lavery and the others that, that, and I'm leaving somebody out and bless you. I, I hope not, but that, that have been a part of Georgia folk and farm life, but they've got a, you've got an eye for what's there before it's there before you, you know, you've got to know this is going to be a great image or this yep. has the potential to be a great image. And right. knowing and recognizing that is is the basis to, to mind of, of all photography. You right. Otherwise, you're just take, doing it in such numbers that once in a while you you know don't say in a blind hog. Even a blind hog find an acre once in a while. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, So if I go out and take a lot of pictures, I can get a good good one. But I've done what y'all do with the equipment and 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 under and what you have to learn. It amazes oh, me, yeah. and it—you have to st- constantly—it's uh, evolving, and you have to chase it all the times to stay where you want to be. It ain't running on a treadmill; you' out there rolling. Ain't nope,
1: it? <laughs> you got to be. That's <laughs> just like my photograph of—I love photographing eagles because they're the only birds that prey that don't—they don't think they don't, they shit of you. So you can sit right up on an eagle, and it's going to spit and look at you like you're crazy. that's right. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's
1: what I'm saying. So with 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 those, they're, they're my most favorite, you know, bird to to photograph, other than osprey, but eagles, man, that's just something. It's it's just something about them. They are just so majestic and just I don't know, they just they they dominant. They they dominant presence. Just it just frees you and you know just you lock in on them, and You just have to watch them till they fly away.
2: Well, I think I believe the eagles <laughs> know they're photogenic and they're you know. Uh, <laughs> You ever seen? You see old dumpster cat. They don't stop and preen and look at. But you see one of those really fancy, expensive cats like these old ladies pay yeah. big money for, you know, and, and uh, they they you know long hair and they are fluffy and then they sit around and like yeah. look beautiful, you know. Well, that's I think, uh-huh. you know an eagle. He knows a buzzard is not photogenic because he look. I'm a buzzard, Okay, I'm just right. a buzzard. Y'all don't be taking my I have nothing to see here. Move along. But the, but the eagle, he's like, yeah, I'm the symbol of this nation, and I'm pretty, and I'm the yeah. big, and I'm bad, yeah. and I'm beautiful, and take my picture. Yep. And so, so I'm just gonna sit here, <laughs> I just say, let you take my picture. I'm not like You're that, right. Matt. Matt, or, or, Matt <laughs> would you be a buzzard or eagle? You ph- have photo Jenny for you. I feel like uh, a buzzard today. Today. No, yeah. come on, man. Yeah, today I feel like a buzzard. <laughs> Y'all, Matt, Matt has, by the way, Matt has the COVID, and I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't have told, but he's but he's been a great soldier today, <laughs> and, and in spite of being sick, he's he's uh, producing the show tonight, as usual, and uh, and I thank him for that, showing up when you're sick. That's a good trooper there, and uh, we're yeah. getting close to it. We're, we're coming up on the end of the show, and it gone quickly, hasn't it, Cedric? Oh, Yeah. It's amazing. I sit down some shows go slow. Some we just get a ball rolling and, and it's uh it's amazing how quickly you look up at the clock and it's and it's over and done with. So but thank you for being the guest uh, that you yeah. have been tonight. You've been a, it's great we listened on the podcast when you after tonight, to mm-hmm. and, and, uh Cedric and let me know what you think of the show and thank you for all the listeners oh, yeah. out there. And I appreciate everybody that helps make Georgia Folk and Farm Life on Facebook and on the radio. The success has been, and thank, I thank uh, uh, Meek's Brothers Cattle Company for sponsoring the show, and I thank Matt for Georgia Radio and everything he does there. Thank you, Matt. It's been a blast tonight. Thanks, Wade. Thanks, thank you, Cedric. Thanks, Cedric. And, and Wade. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
1: that's what i grew up listening to georgia radio we love you more than peanuts and peaches so glad you're here